Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are today. I hope you're having a brilliant day. I hope you've asked the question that we all should ask every single day, every morning, every hour of the day. What's in your heart today? What's in your heart today? In other words, what are you feeling? The most important question is not what you think, because we think that we think. Uh, most of our thinking, uh, as you well know by now in the inner wealth training, most of the thinking we do is repetitive thinking, it's memory. Uh, and uh, the brain is designed to uh, specifically take anything that we do, uh, especially anything to do with safety, security, uh, socializing, and cause it to be a repetitive pattern. So uh, for example, we might uh, associate blue with kindness or blue with goodness. We might associate red with danger. And then, it, so in, in the end, we don't think it's just automatic that red is danger. We see a red light at the crossing, we don't go, oh, I wonder what that really means. I should look it up and think. We don't have time to think. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Um, and for those of us who've uh, lived long enough, you know when even when you see a green light, it doesn't automatically mean go. I've seen so many accidents happen, and big ones, when people have gone through a green light without checking that the person who's facing the red light isn't thinking or daydreaming. So automatic thinking is the process of living, and we automate 99% of our decisions. So we'll automatically go for a coffee when we feel tired. We'll automatically look for sugar when we feel a bit wounded. We automatically go into defense when we feel uh, somewhat attacked. And breaking those patterns of automation is really, really important for a leader. So when somebody meets you, the question's gonna be, how do they feel? How does another person, what's in their heart when they meet you? And sometimes we are so compassionate, so kind, so caring, so generous with other people that we start to worry about whether their automatic thinking process is going to be triggered by us being anything other than small. And so we meet them and we go, hello, how are you today? And we think that that's a, a, a really good way to deal with people so we don't trigger their reactions and put them on defense. Now, not defense in the garden, defense meaning defending uh, so anyway, um, it's really important to realize that this doesn't help. Um, what's in your heart will be conveyed to what's in another person's heart and actually worrying about their paradigm, their, pa their uh, panadols, they're worried about their paradigm as to whether they're triggered is going to put you in a state of discomfort. If you're in a state of discomfort, everybody's in a state of discomfort. So the thing when you meet somebody is you really want them to walk away saying, wow, that's a powerful person. Now, powerful person, again, go back to your automated th thought process. You think uh, you might think powerful person, Manahamada Ali, or powerful person, Usain Bolt, or powerful person, um, Vladimir Putin, or you might think powerful person. and it's not, uh, 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 powerful means influential. Powerful means influential. And so when you wake up in the morning and you say, what's in my heart today? You're saying, what you're asking yourself is, do I feel influential? Now, it's really easy to say to yourself when you get up and say, am I influential? For the kids to run in and say, oh, you know, I've 
I've shit my pants or I'm hungry or I'm disappointed or I'm frustrated. And for you to realize that your influence extends not very far from you when it comes to them. So, uh, I, and that's understandable because that's immediate responsibility and that can quite often be uh, button pushing. But the question you must ask yourself is, uh, what am I doing on a global scale? What am I doing on a global scale? What am I doing? Now let's talk about this. A person who has a local view, in other words, worried about their kids, has a very local view. To have a local view, you need a family viewpoint. So you can't manage anything you can't see the balance in. So if you're looking, if you're being triggered by your children, if you're being triggered by your neighbor, that means your viewpoint is less than them. Now, I'll go through that again. You can't manage anything you can't see the balance in. To see the balance in something, you've got to rise above it. If something's triggering you, obviously you're not seeing the balance in it. And so the thing is, it's an evidence, isn't it? It's evidentiary. So if something, if the neighbors trigger you or the kids trigger you, your partner triggers you, it shows you how much you've shrunk. Because you can't see the balance in something, you can't see the balance in something and therefore it triggers you. Now this is a really important thing to realize because if you run a business that's a national business, you have to have a global view in order to see the balance in it. If you have a global business, you need a universal vision in order to see the balance in it. Now, you can't manage, you can't lead, you can't do anything to anything you can't see the balance in. Because anything you can't see the balance in is running you. It's either attracting you, that's called infatuation, or pushing you away, that's called resentment. It's why I say infatuation is the most dangerous word in the English dictionary. Anything you're infatuated about is running you. Anything you're resentful of is running you. And infatuation, resentment runs most people's lives. The question is on what topic? So if your vision shrinks, if your perspective shrinks down to, oh, the kids have triggered me, that shows you how elastic our consciousness, how elastic our vision is, and therefore how important it is on a daily basis to wake up and say, what's in my heart today on a global level or even a universal level? Walk a chi. When we do it in the morning, we stand there on the balcony or out in the garden, we look up to the sky and we open our arms up or we say, what do we say? The universal forces flow through me. Why are we saying that? Because we want our heart to realize that we have a global vision for ourselves. We wanna make a global contribution. And when people meet you and you say, hi, how are you? And they go, you know, what do you want from your job today? Or what do you wanna do? What, what's gonna to happen to you tomorrow? Or uh, do this for me at work? And you shrink your vision down, smaller than the person that you're talking to because you get triggered, then you are becoming a peanut in a, in, a, in an entire orchard of peanuts. This is not going to work. Global vision means universal view. And if you're not working on a universal view, your vision shrinks down and down and down to the point of trigger. So I explain this quite often to people when they, when they say, um, if you took seven tennis balls or cricket balls, let's call them heavy things or baseballs, and you put them in the back and you throw them all in the air right above your head, 
Which one are you going to catch? And the answer is the one that's heading for your face, the one that triggers you most, the one that's the most dangerous, the one that's most emergency. And if that's your kids in the morning, it's very easy to lose perspective because the kids triggered you on something. It's very easy to lose perspective of a universal view. Now, I hope you can see what I'm saying here today, and that is the daily discipline of doing your uh, self-talk, the daily discipline of doing your VIP circle, the daily discipline of doing your back on track process, the daily discipline of doing a discard form is to connect you to a perspective bigger than your small little job or your small little responsibility as a leader is to connect you to a universal view so that so that you can manage anything, anything, because you'll be able to see the balance in it. Now the work to stay out there, the work to see things from a universal view has been made so much easier because I've said <coughs> over and over again the laws of nature. So I'm not asking you to trust um, the trillion stars that exist or the trillions of stars that exist in the Milky Way. I'm not asking you to trust the 50 billion galaxies that have been measured in the universe with six trillion stars in each galaxy. I'm not asking you to view that in your mind's eye uh, hypothetically. What I've said is, let's translate what makes all those universes and galaxies and everything. What trans how do we translate the mindset of that and get beyond the rhetoric of everyday life? and bring it down into reality. And the way we do that is the universal laws of nature. Because if it's true in nature, and nature is a Bible, if it's true in nature, it must be true in your life, and it must be true in the universe. So the idea of shrinking the universal laws down the laws of nature is very dangerous, because what it means is you, you start to think local. You start to think outside the window, and go, oh, there's a tree with two leaves. and and it's a good and a bad or something like that. And you start to forget that the purpose of the universal laws of nature is to give you a universal view so you can have a global vision. And you can have a global vision so you can be a local leader. So if you lead the state of your or the province of your country, you must have a national view. You must be able to see balance in whatever you're leading. If you don't, if you get infatuated or resentful of it, it's running you, and that's going to run you into the ground. So what's in your heart today? Ask the question, do you, are, are the universal flows, forces flowing through you? Can you feel the power of the universal laws of nature? Can you understand a global view of what you're locally doing? Do you, do you have a viewpoint bigger than your job? Do you have a viewpoint bigger than the, 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 the push and shove? of boss and employee or team and individual or family and, and friend or children and work. It's work to stay there. Don't think you can just do uh, five minutes work and then go, well, that was nice and walk away from it. This is Chris. Remember, the body and the mind automates most things. And what we're trying to do here is check that that automation process in you isn't gravitating to a reactive or a childlike or an old viewpoint of how the world goes around. This is Chris, you have a beautiful day. Bye for now.